before dawn, milk cows, work all day in the fields, milk cows again, eat supper, then go to town and stay past midnight at a meeting of the school board. So God made a farmer. My administration will be focused on three very important words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. This man must be a minister, a social worker, a diplomat, a tough guy, and a gentleman. And of course he'll have to be a genius because he'll have to feed a family on a policeman's salary. From this day forward, it's going to be only America first. America first. We, the citizens of America, are now joined in a great national effort to rebuild our country and restore its promise for all of our people. Because today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. Hold on to your seats. Buckle up for safety. You are now entering another dimension with The Scott Adams Show. That's right. My name is Scott Adams. You're listening to The Scott Adams Show. And today I'm joined by Leonor Cravota. Hello, Leonor. Hello, Scott. So, so glad to have you here this uh, Friday, as we do every Friday. Leonor comes yeah, on and graces the stage. We don't, we're not really on a stage, but... No, we're, we're not on a stage. Um, you know, we have a lot to cover today. It's going to be a really busy uh, day with a lot of audio clips because we, we're going to be playing a lot of the uh, um, Ye West. Yay. It's not Kanye West anymore. It's Ye. Like, yeah. Sort of like formerly known as Prince. But in any case, Ye is the most widely used word in the Bible. It means you. Yeah. And uh, they say Yay. And uh, so that's why he probably uh, abbreviated his name. No, that 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 is one of the rumored reasons Reasoned. why it is that I think he said that. Yeah. So the interview was just amazing, and you know I have to say it's quite interesting. I saw this tweet, uh, and I, I have something to say about Twitter as well before we get into the Kanye West, Yay West thing. Um, I, I saw this tweet, and there's a picture of Tucker Carlson smoking a cigar, right? Which mm-hmm. I happen to love cigars as well. Um, but the fact that Tucker Carlson isn't trending along with Kanye West is 100% Twitter manipulation. Wow. What a week for Tucker. First Bobolinsky, now yay. And you got to think about that. Why is it not trending? I mean, it doesn't make any sense, you know? Because Twitter is pushing him down through the algorithm. I mean, it's deliberate. That's all yeah. it is. Well, you know, I just tweeted something out, right? Now, it was really stupid. It was yesterday. It was nothing important. It was just, you know, boneheaded, uh, dumb uh, Joe Biden, right? Dementia Joe, basically saying something stupid again, right? Which is... Every, uh, every, not every day, it's every, like, part of the day. Like, it's like a few times a day. Well, that's when they can um, keep control of him, you know. You, it's every they're, time. They're, they're happy that it's not more often. If it's not him going down to a, a 
you know, a hurricane zone in Florida and saying nobody F's with a Biden. And the liberal mayor down there in Fort Myers, who knew they would have a liberal mayor, is like, you, you're, you're G dog on right. You know, but he cursed, right? Use yeah. God's name in vain. Then they're like, you know, what stays in the family, you know, what stays behind closed doors stays behind closed doors. Like what, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. That, that last part of that video audio that I played yesterday was profound. I think it set the mark. For the Biden crime family, which is, you know, brothers uh, don't take their fights out into the public. And he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, the whole cronyism thing. It's just absurd. It's disgusting. Joe Biden and the Biden crime family are a stain on America. It's an embarrassment to have a leader like this. We have taken so many steps back. History is going to write this thing and they're going to be... It's going to be so obvious that that this was all a rigged system. It was a rigged system from the start. That's how we got to this loser in the White House. There's no way this guy got 81 million votes. No way. Right. And we all know that. Even the Democrats know that. That's why they don't want to run him again. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is, is that I tweeted this out and I got Almost banned from Twitter. Basically, I got a, a whole box up here that says misleading. Learn why election experts say that there was no evidence of widespread electoral fraud into 2020 elections. This tweet can't be replied to, shared, or liked. <laughs> Boo. Who? <laughs> so Greg Price is somebody I follow, and he follows me back. And it said, Biden says that he has a running battle in his office between people who want went to Ohio State and people who went to that other Ohio University. See, he wasn't looking at the prompter and he didn't even know what he yeah. was talking about. What he meant to say was that it was Ohio State and Michigan. Yeah. Because I grew up in Ohio. I, I actually went and wrestled for Ohio State one year. Yeah. I, I was there for a year. And uh, before I transferred and graduated with to Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. Mm-hmm. But... I uh, I know the schools over there. there. There's no other competing school other than Ohio State. Ohio State yeah. is it. Now, I've, I used to go to wrestling camps every summer at Ohio University. Um, so I know this kind of like really well. You know, Harry Huska was the old wrestling uh, uh, coach over at uh, the Bearcats at Ohio University. Lovely campus in Athens, Ohio. But hey, it's not uh, it's not competing with Ohio State. So Biden says that he has a running battle in his office between people who went to Ohio State and the other Ohio University, right? So let's take a listen. Hey, thank you very much. That's very nice of you from the Ohio State. <laughs> and we have a running battle in my office because we have some that went to that other Ohio University and it's constant. But I look, folks, uh, Arvid, uh, thank you. very Yeah, he's lying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just lying. And, and it's like constant, he says. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're just all about sports and we're all about, you know, Middle being middle, acting like middle class Scranton Joe. Scranton Joe, there you go. (laughs) So I said, I think Dementia Joe meant to say Michigan, but yeah, he got 81 million votes. The election fraud was real. 
That's the that's the that's what did me in. I merely said this sentence: the election fraud was real, and more reveal more and more revealed each time Biden opens his lying mouth. Okay, it was a little harsh, right? Yeah. But the Biden crime family is scum. Okay, this was a harsh tweet, and will forever be a stain on American history. We are under attack. This is a coup. I actually stand by that tweet. It was a little harsh. It was a little emotional, right? But yeah. for the most part, that that situation there, what did me in was the election fraud was real. Now, the, the fact of the matter is, it's fact that there's election fraud in every single election. Yeah. So for them to... But he, the reason why I think it's kind of important to bring this up is because Elon Musk's, you know, deal is going through, right, uh, with Twitter. Yeah. Now there's there's some rambling about, you know, delaying the court, the the uh, they want to make a settlement before court and things like that. Yeah. And you know, basically they're playing a game of chicken and they're dealing with lots of money. And but I just read, you know, that Elon Musk is worth about three hundred billion dollars, close to. Wow. Um. Yeah. Three hundred. That's his whole net worth, and. You know, $44 billion or whatever he's going to spend on Twitter is Mm -hmm. like a drop in the bucket. Yeah. You know, but still. um, But, but, you know, that's deceiving, too, because you could collapse, like, real quick. You know, conversely, uh, Mark Zuckerberg lost half of his, I think he was worth about $150 billion at one point. Now he's worth half that, you know. So he's only down to about, like, $56 billion. Poor guy. Oh, I feel right. sorry for him. Maybe I mean, we should take he, up a collection. How is he going to make it? <laughs> Absolutely. How is he going to make it? We should, you know, we should pass around the uh, a tin cup for him. Yeah, but you know, it's it's just it's just Twitter is banning people more and more these days, and this is the part that this is the reason why I bring it up. I bring it up because um, I think it's really important. Uh, Peter, Doctor Peter A. McCullough. MD uh, basically got suspended on Twitter yesterday. I think that is big news. He had half a million followers on Twitter. He was an influencer. And Kate writes, Hey, Elon Musk, your soon-to-be company just deplatformed the most published peer-reviewed cardiologist and internist in history and accused him of COVID misinformation. A world-renowned, board-certified medical expert that even experts rely on. Over a half a million followers. And you suspended him in an election year, no less. Yeah. And they do this every... Facebook has banned me for 90 days, and they, they dump me, and I can't go live, and all kinds of crazy stuff. You're getting banned on Facebook all the time. It's barely news anymore. I mean, it's it's all the time. And I have the maximum 5,000 friends, you know, and I get a lot of engagement when I'm not being throttled and banned. Um, and, uh, you know, but now I get zero, you know, like hardly any engagement because nobody could see my uh, posts. Yeah. But little do they know, I only use the Facebook posts to queue up my show. You know, I, I post stuff over there and on Twitter, um, mainly to pre- pre- that's those are my notes for the show. Yeah, I literally post everything I'm going to talk about, 
And then I go to my social media. So if you want to follow me and know what the show's going to be about the next day, um, find out what I'm doing the day before, the night before. Um, you could find out by following me on Twitter over at uh, twitter.com slash Scott Adams Show or just, you know, I'm at Scott Adams Show. So you Not, found a way and, to work with the enemy. Yeah. Yeah. So instead, so 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 even though they're throttling you and shutting you down, you found a way to turn the tables on them. Right. But here's the thing about the Peter A. McAuliffe thing. We're going to take a listen to this. This is what he said uh, that's scaring them so much. He's coming out with facts, right? Let's see. The editor of the New England Journal of Medicine and a member of the External Advisory Committee to the U.S. FDA said we're never going to learn about how safe the vaccine is unless we start giving it the only way we'll know if these vaccines are safe in these young children is to just widely utilize it in the population that statement will go down as the most reckless as the most reprehensible scientific statement in the history of medical bioethics this will cause harm And it, the, the video here ends with medical censorship is deadly. Reinstate Dr. McCullough. Yeah. This is a guy that, bore, you know, this is a guy that uh, basically he, what he's calling out is the guy that's connected with the FDA saying we can't we have to uh, release it before we know what the problems are. Where have we heard that before? Hmm, that sort of sounds like Nancy Pelosi and Obamacare. You know, we we got to we got to um pass the bill before we know what's in it. Yeah, right. And that's a golden oldie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's what the Democrats do, you know. It, it's all about profit. It's the same thing going on in Ukraine right now, you know, with all the billions of dollars and you know, everybody's on to this. Uh somehow Zelensky uh, calling for World War III and Biden financing World War III and the sabotage of Nord Stream 2, which we know. I mean, I am 100% convinced that the United States or its proxies were involved in the the, uh, sabotage of Nord Stream. There's no way Russia did that to themselves. They don't it's not they're not in the business of shooting themselves in the foot. And I think Poland was involved. I think Sweden was involved. I think that it was like that. And, uh, you know, fine, you know. But it's it's absolute. We are at the brink of World War III. Russia's already taken a caravan of from their middle of their country to to bring missiles from their nuclear zone to toward Ukraine. That's already been reported. And I'm finding that the only news that I get that seems to be a counter to the globalist mission, uh, the globalist communist tyrann- tyrannical uh, leadership that's run by Biden and uh, Trudeau and Macron and, uh, you know, all these globalists are basically um, at Russian Today, uh, RT.com. Check it out. Uh, I recommend that you try to get an alternative view to the spiel that you're hearing from mainstream corporate paid off media. Um, there was one other thing before we get started with the uh, Kanye uh, thing, because the next segment we're going to, the next block we're going to do is, 
is going to be Hunter Biden. And then we're going to uh, go. We're going to do Hunter Biden, uh, and then we're going to do uh, um, Con- Kanye West, West. Okay? or Ye West. Ye West. We're saving Ye West for after Hunter Biden. So I wanted to get to this though because there was a real beatdown in Arizona last night, and it was Democrat Senator Mark Kelly, uh, the incumbent. Uh, he says, I've been focused on the border since day one. And McMaster's, uh, let's see, Blake McMaster, Blake Masters, I'm sorry, got that wrong, but it's Blake Masters. He's running for the U.S. Senate against Kelly. He's only about three tenths of a percentage mm-hmm. down. It's like it's a dead heat, right? It's statistical tie. How it can be a statistical tie is beyond me. But as we said, when we got back from Hollywood, that Hollywood trip, we noticed that Arizona seemed to be the most liberal of all the places. They were virtue signaling with their masks like crazy at the Arizona airport. Not at at LAX, not at Charlotte's airport, not in the Washington, D.C. airport. We went to all three of those airports on that trip. But it was the Phoenix airport where there were just masks everywhere. Exactly. And I think there was a reason for all that. I think I think uh, Newsom, Governor Newsom, is actually trying to appear more moderate. Yeah, well, surprisingly, because he's probably going to be well, run no, for president. You, you got to admit, we went to Griffith. We went to the uh, exactly Getty nowhere. We and, we were in tourist places. We were in places where um, ordinary people live because we have some friends there. We did we not saw, get a li- uber liberal vibe out in California. And we were in plenty of Ubers and Lyfts, yeah. and even the, and the drivers are totally cool. I mean, there was so nothing. So many people dis- were disgusted with. Uh, um, Biden, you know, gas prices were five, five, six dollars a yeah. gallon out there. But here's the thing: gas prices are going up as well. Yeah, you know, because OPEC just gave Biden the the, the don't f with Biden. Uh, well, they f with Biden and they gave Biden a beatdown. Yeah, they put him over their lap. Oh man, there's I have some clips from the Arabs also. You should listen to these guys, man. They are all business. Um, I hope I have a chance to play these clips today. Um, but let's listen to this uh, debate over out in uh, Arizona. It's real, real, real quick. I've been focused on the border since day one on this job. Okay, this is uh, Senator Mark Kelly, the incumbent, right? Talking about all they're doing to secure the border. I've been focused on the border since day one on this job. I'm down there all the time. I was on the phone this week just, you know, with Mayor Nichols of Yuma. Sheriff Daniels of Cochise County talking about what more we need for Border Patrol and immigration. That, my friends, we're is working, called invasion. We're, we're, we're working to raise Border Patrol pay by 18 percent. I've got legislation to do that. I've been focused on the border since day one. Okay. You, I, you know, we, we have no great effects because we have a wide open southern border. So if that's the best you it, can do, I respectfully request you resign. Been, and let's get someone in the seat who will actually secure our border. I've been focused. So that was pretty good comeback. Yeah. Yeah, he could have even done better but with that beatdown, but uh, it was nevertheless a beatdown. All right, we're going to switch over to Hunter Biden. and uh, The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, this is pretty good. Um, all right, so this is a Jesse Waters clip that I thought was pretty good. And then we're going to also play a uh, MSNBC clip to, to encapsulate what's going on here. But... You know, my take on this uh, Hunter Biden thing is this is a blockade mm-hmm. to uh, to uh, ice this case in, in an election year. 
mm-hmm. and also not just ice it, but ice it for the rest of of Joe Biden's term. Mm-hmm. And and what the, and I think that what's what they're preparing for. I, you, you, this is going to be the first time you've heard this here. Uh, you, you, I mean, the first time you've heard it. But I also think that they know that they're going to lose. Mm-hmm. They're definitely going to lose the House. I think they're losing the Senate. And what this means, and I think that what this is, is a preparation <clears throat> to lock this up with the FBI's investigation, to lock this up in a court, so that when we go and bring people to the committees to to listen, you know, to, I mean, investigate this, they're going to seal all the records because they're involved in a litigation. Yeah. You, you get that, right? I got it. So that's currently under litigation. We can't talk about that. That's a, uh, sorry, I'd love to talk about that, but I can't because it's in litigation. Oh, that's classified. Oh, that's in litigation. Oh, that's in, under investigation. We can't talk about any of that. Right. Yeah. And so they did this broad sweeping thing where it's the IRS could be a FARA violation. Uh, it could be the gun thing. Uh, all of these things that are ironclad where you got them dead to rights. You know, the gun thing for sure. We got them dead to rights. Right. They're going to take forever to litigate this thing. And it's going to it's going to um, hamstring hamstrung you know it's going to hamstring the conservatives in the house who are going to try to get to the bottom of things and this is what they've been doing since before trump took office they that this is what this is what the russian hoax and this is what crossfire hurricane was all about Mm -hmm. i actually believe that general flynn was the worst thing that ever happened to trump because he got himself pinched by the FBI and I think he did it on purpose he was the first one to be fired and the situation was that because those things were under litigation and the other part was you could look at when he fired Comey it didn't take them but 24 hours to get uh, to get uh, Mueller special counsel in place so that they could say, okay, these things are under investigation. We can't talk about any of these things. That's what they did. They used it all under seal, classified, classifications, uh, litigations, and investigations. And they use all those things as block blockers. So what this is, is Hunter is playing a block, he, blocking the for the quarterback. That's exactly what's going on here. And they got this uh, Trump U.S. attorney... Weiss in Delaware, but people in the DOJ whistleblowers are starting to come out and suggest, you know, they didn't know whether Weiss was going to even bring charges. And to bring these level of charges is sort of like Al Capone getting busted for jaywalking. (laughs) You know, it's it's ridiculous. Although they did get him on tax evasion instead of all the murders he committed. True, true. Tax evasion can be a big one. But Hunter Biden, you know, so much worse. We saw, we've all seen the naked photos and all the crazy he's stuff. He's pathetic. I mean, this is he's an embarrassment. It, the fact that he is the first son is awful. But but what's going on here is this is nothing but a Democrat uh, strategy that they're getting. They're going to get away with it, folks. 
because this investigation, he's going to get a slap on the wrist for an illegal gun violation. Big deal, right? He's not going to do jail time for it. And they're going to wrap up this stuff up in litigation to the point where when the Republicans win back the House and the Senate, they will not be able to investigate and uh, get witnesses to reveal information about these cases. They won't be able to do it. They can get Bob Alinsky out there. <clears throat> they can get him to speak. But it'll be like, okay, that's one side of the argument. There's another side. So this is just going to get crazy. And it's the same old government BS. And I know that you didn't vote for this. I know that the liberals di- didn't even vote for this. They're being misrepresented. They're being lied to. Kanye West was a big deal when it came to that, but we're going to get to that in a moment. Let's take a listen to this uh, Jesse Waters. My source tells me that Hunter Biden rejected a pretty sweet plea deal and they were going to have him plea, no prison time, a couple million dollars in fines, and he turned it down. That was a bad idea because now I'm hearing it's about $15 million in fines and they're throwing more felonies that he has to plea to. We're hearing about whistleblowers that are coming out in the FBI. We're hearing about possible more whistleblowers who know and have done business with the Biden family, possibly coming out publicly. When the Republicans take the House, who's it going to be? Jim Jordan. One of these guys is going to have the gavel. And they're going to be calling associates of the Biden family to testify under oath on live television. They will be subpoenaing Treasury records that show these suspicious wire transfers from China and Russia and God knows where. They're not going to be able to stop that. CNN, MSNBC, they haven't seen this evidence, but you're going to have Tony B. You're going to have more people coming out under oath, answering questions. This is not a Hunter story. This is a Joe Biden story. The House of Cards could fall if they keep the pressure on. Think about this. If you follow the evidence to where this is going, Joe Biden's a traitor because Joe Biden was going to be the front man for China's Belt and Road Initiative. China's Belt and Road Initiative was the biggest challenge to United States supremacy we've ever had. This is their imperial commercial strategy to supplant the United States as the number one world power. They were paying the Biden family to be the face of that, the American face of the Chinese Belt and Road. And Biden was getting paid to do that. So he. I have no. I don't see how you can keep this under wraps for that much longer. And this might be the perfect excuse for the Democrats to say, hey, Joe, we don't want you to run anymore. Here's a good excuse why you're not going to. See, now, let me just explain to you the things that they say uh, on the Democratic side about Trump is it on the Mar a Lago raid is a no. Okay. Let me explain where that that is what you're going to hear infinitum at the uh, Paul Ryan network, Fox News. Yes. This is what you're going to hear over and over again. Jesse Waters means well, but I actually think that that is exactly what the left expects of a conservative. They're going to say this, but here's where he goes wrong. Listen. Records that show... These suspicious wire transfers from China and Biden family to testify under oath on live television. They will be subpoenaing Treasury 
records. That you- no, they're not going to subpoena Treasury records. You yeah. know why? Because of what I just said. Yeah. They got it locked up. This is an IRS case. So it's under investigation. These records, are, you, can't, you can't subpoena them. They're not going to be relinquished because it's part of an ongoing investigation and part of litigation. Right. You know, and if it's if investigation is not a high enough threshold to prevent Congress from getting the documents, they'll take it right to court. Certainly, something that's being litigated, uh, if they start meddling with those records, then the case gets thrown out. Uh, unfair election. You know, like you can go on appeal saying uh, it was, you know, un- it was unfair. So what you're hearing is the complaint. What you're hearing is what you hope to happen. And what you're hearing is what you should happen, what should happen. But what's going to happen is that this is a Democrat strategy. They've been sitting on this for how many months? I mean, years, two years. They've been investigating this case for two years, two years. And guess what? They finally said, okay, it's, 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 we're at the line now where we need to pivot. And now we need to actually go and get this thing locked up. And um, this is the MSNBC, state, MSNBC take on it. Breaking news from the Washington Post. They're reporting that federal agents investigating Hunter Biden say they have gathered, quote, sufficient evidence to charge him with tax and gun purchase crimes. Joining me right now is Washington Post national security reporter Devlin Barrett. So, Devlin, walk us through what we know, what you know. Right. So this investigation was opened in 2018. It's been going on a long time and it's been supervised Uh, since the Biden administration began by a holdover U.S. attorney uh, from the Trump administration in Delaware. And what we're told is that agents believe and have believed for a number of months that they have a chargeable case against Hunter Biden. But it's important to remember, charging decisions are not made by agents. Charging decisions are made by prosecutors at the Justice Department. And they will decide this. These these crimes that we're talking about, what are the details, these alleged crimes, um, uh, regarding taxes and regarding a gun purchase. Well, right on, on the tax question, it's we don't know a lot of the specifics, but we know it's on the on the sort of general problem of allegedly failing to report significant amounts of income. And on the gun issue, it's a little more complicated in that when a person buys a gun, they fill out a, a from a licensed dealer, they fill out some paperwork, and they have to say a number of things, and they have to be truthful in those statements. And the allegation or concern is that in 2018, when Hunter Biden bought a gun, he said he did not have a substance problem and was not addicted to to drugs. When, in fact, in his own autobiography, he writes that he was using drugs quite significantly in that time period. And he has since said he's gotten clean and and, and beaten that addiction. Um, Does this have anything to do with the laptop So it's really unclear. We can't tell at this point how important or unimportant the laptop has been to the to this federal investigation. Just to back up, you know, for folks who don't remember, there there was a lot of to do just before the 2020 election that a laptop that Hunter Biden supposedly dropped off at a repair shop in Delaware had been turned over to the FBI. And Republicans made a great deal of hay over what they said were, you know, uh, data on the laptop that showed bad dealings by Hunter Biden. Um, That's been the subject of a lot of political debate. 
and we know that the FBI has looked at that data. What we don't know yet is how important they think that data is to this case. So I said alleged crimes a second ago. Let me be abundantly clear. This is from the reporting. It's sufficient evidence to charge him with tax crimes in a false statement related to a gun purchase. They're not even alleging crimes yet officially, so I want to be clear about that. Um, you guys reached out to Chris Clark, a lawyer for Hunter Biden. I'm just going to read what he said to you. It is a federal felony for a federal agent to leak information about a grand jury investigation such as this one. Any agent you cite as a source in your article apparently has committed such a felony. We expect the Department of Justice will diligently investigate and prosecute such bad actors as is proper and legally required. We have also reached out to the Justice Department and NBC News, and they currently do not have a comment. Uh, Devlin Barrett. So that last part is basically to say, if you're a whistleblower and you think you're going to come out and whistleblow things that are tied up in a grand jury, Mm -hmm. you're going to be in big trouble. Yeah. So now whistleblowers are going to be iced. Think about that. Well, that's a scary thing because then you, you know, then you come forward, you go go out on a limb, and then you're afraid you're going to be silenced. I mean, and you then, are no, they effectively are silenced. Yeah. That's you're, just it. Are you not only silenced but also marginalized or diminished in other ways in your life? No, it's it's absolutely f- so frustrating. But you know what's even more frustrating that you know. Um, that the Republicans are biting on this cheese and falling into this mousetrap once again. And it bothers me that we can't think outside the box or understand the big picture. And uh, I don't understand why we're so short-sighted. You know, I mean, uh, kudos to the Scott Adams show for citing this. But... I'm not hearing what I'm saying right now being said anywhere. I, I heard Brian Kilmeade be skeptical about it today. Yeah. But he didn't even uh, pan that. He was basically saying uh, um, that that they're going to get, they're going to say, okay, we, we uh, got him on a gun charge. We got him on tax evasion. You know, he was a poor dr- drug uh, addict and now he's better. You know, that's what they're going to, he, he had a struggle. Uh, every, he's going to be the victim. And he's going to be poor Hunter, mm-hmm. right? The media is going to play it all out like that. Because the media likes but, to be empathetic to you but, know, problems but then, like drug, but then, drug addiction. But then the conservatives, uh, the, the conservatives that um, really, uh, the conservatives that really um, are thinking outside the box and being skeptical and talking about how this could be a blockade aren't even going far enough to say, suggest that the committee now is going to be iced. Their whistleblowers are going to be uh, fearing that they'll be sued by Hunter's attorneys. So this has more to do with the idea, just like um, uh, Joe Biden has a planned meeting on December 1st with Emmanuel Macron. Mm-hmm. He knows he's going to lose. He knows he's going to be a puppet mm-hmm. uh, president. He knows that he's not. He's going to be uh, have a... Uh, a problem with his legislature, just like Macron does. And uh, he's going to consult with the other globalists mm-hmm. uh, to uh, figure out how to navigate the waters when you're a minority in your own, uh, in the White House or at the leadership role. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, good morning, Scott. Good morning. Good morning. 
weren't this is Scott in San Diego. Uh yeah, um so you're saying you're 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 puzzled, you don't understand why Republicans are um kind of dropping the ball on everything all the time? Yeah, just go ahead and make your point. Because we have a lot of uh show to go ahead. Well, I mean, it's just it's kind of obvious to anybody who's willing to look at it the, why they're dropping the ball, why they're ignoring it. Just just say it. Uh, they're, tell, they're tell us it, why. Man. They're, they're part of it. They're part of it. Yeah. And did you hear the um, the way that that commentator, when he was talking about the uh, the, the, the Hunter Biden thing, that uh, the way he was stammering and parsing his words and that they're so delicate with these people, you know, to say anything that might incriminate. Yeah, but if it was Trump, they would. Uh, oh, yeah. Over yeah. a hoax. The, oh, oh. They would crucify No him. alleged there. Yeah, yeah, no alleged there. It's all. Yeah, he's guilty. Yeah. Well, look, thank you for thank you for your input there. Do you have anything else that you want to say that's pro? Well, I I just I just want to say that um you know, I I hate to say it, but I think the other side is uh is corrupted, you know. Both sides are corrupted. Both sides are. I agree with you 100%. So, yeah. thank you for your in- Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, um, we're, we have uh, we're switching now to Kanye West or Yay, Yay. We're switching <laughs> yay. to Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's. I think this is profound. I think this is a big deal, and the reason why I think it's a big deal is because um, of what Kanye said and the way he said it. He was wearing a full beard. He looked like he. Uh, he had turned himself over to God, and he just looked like he was humbled by this um, split that I think devastated him mm-hmm. with Kim Kardashian. I think he was all in on that marriage and that uh, being and the idea of fatherhood. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that came across quite clear. This is the clip that was my favorite. Okay, I'm going to play that one up front, so because mm-hmm. I know we're going to run out of time with all the clips we have, but. Uh, you've heard a lot of juicy clips about, you know, um, the the uh, uh, Jared Kushner and jo- uh, Josh, Josh Kushner, Kushner etc. Yeah, you heard yeah. a lot of these clips about White Lives Matter and stuff like that. And we're going to get to those. But this was my favorite clip of the moment uh, right here. Let's take a listen. I never actually told people that I like Trump when he was running because I was bullied by Hollywood because I stayed in Hollywood and people like think about your kids and I'm trying to hold on to the marriage so I'm just biting my tongue like there's so many fathers and mothers that go to work every day and they're in a situation where they're biting their tongue because they think it will be better yes for their children that's right so even me in my position i was biting my tongue on my political opinion because i thought it would be better for my children We've got a lot more on that and what it- yeah i thought that was profound absolutely um, profound because uh you can be a billionaire you can be um you know on the top of every major list in the world and you still feel you can't speak your truth well you know i i uh i care about the black struggle and I, 
You know, the thing about it is, is that I don't think they're representing themselves well these days with this open crime. And every video you see seems to be like this black on black crime. Yeah. And it's just gotten out of control. Yeah. I mean, you could talk about single parent homes. You could talk about the welfare system or the civil rights legislation that has really breeded this, you know, yeah. by creating incentives for single single parents, um, getting more reward from the government. Uh, it's been it's had the absolute horrible effect. And where is the black leadership? The black. Le- I'm just saying it's it's a political thing. Liberals, liberal values suck. Okay, they just absolutely do. And the thing is, is that conservative, black conservatives seem to, to prosper and do well. And this whole thing about victimhood is all about leaders putting their flock into corrals and saying, you're all victims. But they remain victims because somehow they think that this leader, like Maxine Waters or someone like that, has been doing this stuff forever. NAACP. They just keep on harping on the past, never looking on how to invent something new. You know, invent something new. Do something great. Stop looking at the past and the problems of the past and for reparations. And this whole thing about equity and this whole thing about suppression, voter ID. Yeah. If, if I was black, I, I would be very offended that somehow you think that I'm not smart enough to figure out a way to get a voter ID, mm-hmm. uh, a, a voter registration and an ID card. Yeah. When I, it's complete BS. Well, it's right? de- demeaning to say that to people. It's demeaning to say that they don't yeah. that they don't know that they, they that they need an ID. I mean, you need an ID to walk in, walk into certain federal buildings. Right. You need an ID to uh, you know r- you know rent something. You need I, every, an ID for everything. But see, here's the thing: every single black person I know that I've ever met, if I were to say to them, you know, uh, we're going to have a uh, a race, or we're going to compete, whether it's we're playing Monopoly or playing chess. Uh, because you're black, say we're playing chess. Because you're black, I'm going to give you three of my pieces. I'll give you my queen. All right? I'll play you without my queen. Yeah. Okay? That should be fair because you're black. I think that the black person would say to me, I think he would punch me. Actually, <laughs> probably. No, I, I, I think that you know the black person would be offended by exactly. that, exactly. Right. So the Democrats do this daily, every single day. Right. They just do it. They just insult black people all the time. Yeah. And then when you're a black person that thinks for yourself as a conservative, well, then they just try to t- call you crazy. They hate Kate Candace Owens, for example. Right. They hate. Kanye West right now. And this is my second favorite clip of, of the uh, interview. I, equally, it's probably my, equally my favorite clip, but let's take a listen. So you just came from Paris Fashion Week. You just mm-hmm. landed and you have a lanyard still on from it. And there's a photograph on it. What is that? It's a photograph of a baby's ultrasound. Why is that? And that you designed that? Yes. Why? What does that mean? Uh, it just represents life. I'm pro-life. Boy, so you wear it on a badge. What what kind of response do you get? And, and good, amen, I agree. I don't care about people's responses. I care about the fact that there's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point. That 50% of black death in America is abortion. So I really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one, and that's God. 
I'm sorry. I'm starting to see why they want to make you be quiet. Um, how? When did you start to feel this way? When did you start to realize this? I, I really felt like I think I started to really feel this need to express myself on another level when Trump was running for office and I liked him yes. and every single person in Hollywood from my ex-wife to my mother-in-law to my manager at that time to you know my my so-called friends slash handlers around me told me like if I said that I like Trump that my career would be over that my life would be over uh, they said stuff like people get killed for wearing a hat like that they threatened my life they put my life they basically said that I would be killed uh, for uh, wearing the hat I had a, uh, someone call me last night and said anybody wearing a White Lives Matter shirt is going to be greenlit, and that means that they're going to beat them up if they wear it. And I'm like, you know, okay, green light me then. <laughs> you know, you know, God builds warriors in a different way. I don't know if it's because of me being a born in Atlanta and growing up on the south side of Chicago that, you know. He made me for such a such a time like this. It's like with David. You know, he tended to the sheep, but while he was out there, he had to fight all kinds of animals. So when it was time for Goliath to come, you thought because he was a sheep herder that he didn't have the skill set to take down Goliath. And the thing that I have is the position. I have my heart. But the number one thing is we have God on our side. And for the people, even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. So you made reference to the White Lives Matter T-shirt, mm-hmm. which you brought out at Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Why, why did you do that, and what did it mean? You know, I did. I do certain things from a feeling. I like. I just. I just channeled the energy. It just feels right. It's using a gut instinct, a connection with God, and just brilliance. You know, like, as if you ask, like, Tanya Harding how she did the the triple flip or the triple spin, she was in so much practice that when it was time for her to skate in a a competitive format, it just happened. Like, it happened outside of practice. It happened in the real format. And that's that's what's happening is God is, like, preparing us for the real, for the real battles. And we are we are in a battle with the media. Like, the majority of the media has a, a godless agenda, and the jokes are not working. This whole like, oh yeah, he's crazy, and all these things they don't work because the media has, you know, they've also watched travesties happen, just even specifically to me, and just watch it and act like it wasn't happening, and they stay quiet about it. Uh, what if they? So, what if? Well, I want to answer the the white. Yeah. I, I feel like someone caught what I was saying. The comparison of Tanya Harden about the the White Lives Matter. You know, my dad is an educated um, ex Black Panther, and he put a text to me today. He said, "White Lives Matter." Ha 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 ha. And I said, "I thought the shirt was a funny shirt. I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny." And I said, Dad, what do you think it was funny? He said, just, just a black man stating the obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, my dad doesn't listen to rap music. 
and he's like super educated. We, we opened up a water distribution center in the Dominican Republic together. He's like the original Steve Jobs, but he was getting blocked every which way with all of his ideas. And he didn't have uh, an endless bank account and he didn't have an Instagram. So all these ideas, he had to like take them back and compress them. Like my dad is the most brilliant person that I know. And we actually have a strained relationship because I was taken from him because my mom was an actress, so she was a liberal. And my dad would see certain things and say, you know, we should do it this way, we should do it that way. And the people got around my mom and pulled her away, much like, you know, Kim is a Christian, but she has people who want her to go to Interview Magazine and put her ass out while she's a 40-something-year-old multi-billionaire with four black children. And this is what, how fashion wants to, uh, how they want to present her. So I know you give these, um, you get these questions and I give you like these three-part answers. Is this a cool format for you? Yeah, I love it. it. Okay, cool. And I am following it. All right. So you said um, that your father said when he saw the shirt, White Lives Matter, it's great to see a black man stating the obvious. So by which I think you meant that's obviously true. Yeah, that my favorite response, because I kept on thinking like, you know, people, they're looking for an explanation and people say, well, as an artist, you don't have to give an explanation, but as a leader, you do. Yes, I think that's right. So the answer to why I wrote White Lives Matter on a shirt is because they do. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I, you know, it's <laughs> that, amazing. That actually, that's my favorite clip. No, that's amazing <laughs> to listen to that. And, and we're not playing any more clips from him, right? Uh, or, we have a couple. We, have, we, we do. Maybe. Okay, because right, yeah, I was yeah. going to make a comment, but I don't want to. I don't want to step over your. I don't want to step over your clips. You want to talk I, about the gala at some point? Right? Well, well, I would do, but that wasn't that. I wanted to make a comment about Kanye. Were you oh, going to? Okay. Uh, some of the things that I thought were, were interesting, which I wasn't sure if you're going to play this clip, but he goes into besides eugenics and Margaret Sanger. He also yeah. talks about the uh, rapper Lizzo and how people went on. Uh, you know, the bots went out there and attacked her for when she lost weight because they want to create an image of black people as being you know overweight as being healthy and what's interesting is this is the first time i've heard this argument about killing the black population from that side that you're you're encouraging baby killing and you're also encouraging obesity um and and again this is not about how you look this is about how you are on your insides and clinically your 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 body uh and for you know again i'm not for people being emaciated either but the idea that this woman who is who is a an influencer who did lose weight she should be praised for losing weight not put down for it yeah and you know the first clip we played the reason why i thought he when he said he he was afraid to come out and support trump because he was trying to hold his marriage together um the reason why i thought that was one of my favorite clips was because i thought that black men particularly, yeah. uh, would be listening to him. And I think that there was a lot of uh, people when he was wearing the MAGA hat during the Trump time yeah. that dismissed him. Yeah. But when he said that, you know, here he was humbled, uh, turning himself to God and wanting um, to hold his marriage together, that he valued family, yeah. that he varied, valued his marriage and the sanctity of it, right? Right. Um, the... Uh, the children, 
uh, yeah. his children. Yeah. Um, when he said all that, I just because I, I I I'm a very empathetic person. Yeah. Right. I can put myself into that's one of my qualities yeah. is that I can I'm able to do that. And I was thinking of it from like a black male perspective, listening to him, even if I was a liberal and I was um, sort of objecting to it. Right. Yeah. I, I would identify with that. That would that would have pulled me in. Right. Because I would have said, OK, here's Kanye West. He's no longer acting like this tough guy. Yeah. He's opening himself up and he's yeah. showing that, yeah. you know, he really cared about this relationship so much that he would bite his tongue. Yeah. And uh, and then finally he came out, and then that really kind of sparked the end uh, of his uh, thing. Let's take a listen. It's the happiest thing. I would love yeah. to hear that. Why why do you think that's so? And, and I assume the implication is, of course, all lives matter because they're lives because God created them. Yeah. Why do you think that that would be considered controversial? One thing you never get. I don't know. Yeah. You you won't you won't hear that from Kanye West. Yeah, because he knows what he believes. Yeah. Because the same people that have stripped us of our identity and labeled us as a as a color have told us what it means to be black and the vernacular that we're supposed to have. My dad grew up as a military brat. And his family moved around, but they were based mostly in Delaware. And at the time, if he, if he wasn't, if they weren't the only black family, they were one of the few. Oh. Well, we are running out of time. Yeah. And we probably are. Okay. There's a lot more to that interview that I want to play. A lot to unpack. Uh, yeah. We might, we might get to it. Um, there was some, yeah. Well, it's a little frustrating that we didn't get to all of them. Um, but there's going to be more released, too. Yeah, so uh, it was a two-hour interview. Uh, from what I understand, Tucker uh, basically said uh, he, he, want, he thought it was going to be a half hour. It turned out to be two hours. So one of the things is is that you wanted to mention the gala. Yeah, I just want to real quickly mention the American Spectators Gala, October 20th, Waldorf Astoria. Visit the website spectator.org if you're interested in getting tickets. Our keynote is uh, Newt Gingrich, and we are honoring Byron York of the Washington Examiner with an award. So check it out. Okay. And you'll see me there. And Say you'll the see web address? Spectator.org. And the date? October 20th. And it's going to be at the old Trump uh, yeah. Hotel yeah, that's now take, called the Waldorf uh, Astoria. Called, yeah, the, it's still, they've taken the signs down, changed the name again, but uh, the hotel is still just as beautiful. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of the Scott Adams Show. Be sure to check out tacticalcivics.com, who supports our network. Also, uh, magapack.org, who also supports our network. Uh, magapack.org. And also use Red State as your promo code over at mypillow.com. My name's Scott Adams. My name's Leonore Cravetta. We'll see you next time on the radio. Bye-bye, everybody. the mound's getting steeper. And grab a shovel, dig a hole a little deeper. Just to bury my kids right up to there.